three. Oh, congratulations on making history tonight. I also know a thing or two about making history. I am here in New Japan and Startup to make some more. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm the standard, the conversation, the blueprint, and the CEO of this woman's division. So Kyrie-san, enjoy your IWGP Women's Championship while you can, because that battle in the valley in San Jose, I'm gonna leave you bankrupt, bitch. And you can bank on money. Not the one-winged angel. He might be thinking, he, he might, might be have thinking another, something else, yeah, Kevin. He might have another idea in mind as Osprey spits defiantly. And a cover oh, 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 that's it. Cover Get him up. Get him up. One wing angel. Yes. The one wing angel. Kenny Omega. Best Fantastic. And with this, We welcome back Dan Phillips to the show today. How are you doing, Dan? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a nice early morning. Because <laughs> yeah, 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So not that bad, but you know, you want to be ready for it, don't you? It does catch up with you. Charlotte came into the living room and I've been sitting there in the same position for five hours other than the occasional wee break and said rather unkindly, you smell a bit stale. So I guess that's what, yeah. what Wrestle Kingdom does to you, doesn't it? As an, of an, of an yeah, I get that. I don't, I'm looking pretty haggard, as you actually can probably tell. So, <laughs> Yeah, no yeah. time for showers before Wrestle Kingdom. And this is our yes. first Pro Wrestling Moments review of Wrestle Kingdom. So why don't we go straight into it? This event took place today, January the 4th, 2023 at the Tokyo Dome. And our first match was IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. The team of Catch 2-2, which is Francisco, Akira and TJP versus the Chaos team of Leo, Rush and Yo. I realise that in my head I can pronounce all these names, but we'll see what the first botch, the first Sasha Banks style botch is going to be um, for me pronouncing names. Uh, I haven't seen TJP for a while and I have to commend him on what I thought was a really special kind of terrible haircut, like some sort of awful Beatles tribute act, just atrocious. However, I thought this is a really fun opener with the catch. 2-2 team retaining the titles in 10 minutes and 31 seconds via a TJP small package. I absolutely love. This is a low recommend to start the show for me. What did you think of this first match? Yeah, I agree. Um, some early blood action, which is... Yeah, Leo I wondered, Rush if that was deliberate. I wondered if that was deliberate or not, because it's not really like Japan to do to do blood anyway. No, let alone, no. Let alone early. I thought Tony Khan was on creative. Um, <laughs> Leo Rush sort of never really kicked on in AEW, um, and then obviously had a bit of a falling out. I was really impressed with him, actually. And, but I also was impressed with him when I used to watch him before mm. um, AEW. I just think it just didn't work out for him there. Um, yeah, th th they mentioned that this, this is like a... I think uh, Kevin Kelly maybe said it, or is it Chris, the other commentary? Chris right? Charlton, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they always start with the junior tag. Wrestle mm. Kingdom, apparently. Uh, um, that, I don't. I'm not sure they have done the dome, the two two show years, but they they certainly used oh, okay. to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, some good moments in it. I like when Akira pushed Rush to stop the pin. Um, as I say, there was a weird little bit. I don't know if you noticed where Akira got up on someone's shoulders, and when he said "take a picture," oh yeah, he said yeah. "take picture" in it. Take picture in English, but with a Japanese voice. Oh, oh dear, that's not good. <laughs> which, which, yeah, I was a bit like he did it once, and I, said, and I thought he did it. Oh no, he's done it. He's done it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's gone for that, has he? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good start. Um, I put 
it was all right slash recommend so similar to you I yeah would say. yeah i mean it was what, what did i say that, that was in terms of length 10 minutes and 31 seconds and that's a bit yeah. of a theme early early on in the show um the second match now i was really looking forward to this so the second match was the the newly created iwgp women's championship Kyrie versus tam nakano um and i just was gutted with this Kyrie retaining five minutes and 58 seconds and it was about as good a six-minute match as you could possibly get. But I just thought this was such an insult. What are you eating there? Is that some sort of mousse or something? Cup of soup, I'm not well. Cup of soup. <laughs> it's one of those days, isn't it? It's 10 to 2 we're recording yeah. this. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's about time we gave up work. And, um, yeah, it's about time we gave up work <laughs> and did this full-time, I think. I only need it. If we get a 1,000 Patreon subscribers, I reckon we could do it. Um, yeah. I just thought this match, the whole thing was an insult to the bell and to stardom. And it was all about the debut of the artist formerly known as Sasha Banks, now known as Mercedes Monet. Uh, they said on comms that Mercedes came out to wrestle, but it, clearly she wasn't because uh, the boots were on. We're well, certainly not wrestling boots, so we weren't getting the WrestleMania 9 finish here. Um, Kyrie raised the belt to Mercedes. They shook hands, and then Mercedes hit something. I don't know what it was supposed to be, but it, lo it looked a lot like a botch, as I've already alluded to, uh, and I felt a bit sorry for her here. Um, and then she got on the microphone and said she was in New Japan and started, you've heard this at the start of the show, um, to make history, and she was the CEO of the women's division, she challenged Kyrie to the Battle in the Valley event in San Jose on February 18th and said she'd leave her bankrupt. Her excruciating new music then played. Um, I'm Mark, you're, I guess you're probably listening. I feel like I've got to apologise because I know you're the world's biggest Sasha Banks fan of fair play. However, I didn't think this hit at all. I thought that she didn't get a great reaction in the Tokyo Dome. And I, I'm not super surprised about that because... Um, I think we all assume that, you know, WWE people are megastars here, but they're not really. Um, I thought, the, the, as I said, the music was bad and I thought she kind of botched the promo as well. The promo sounded like she had a like a stinking cold and she dragged herself out of bed or something for this. A fair player she has. But um, yeah, I um, I didn't think this was great. The match I'm going, it was all right. I can't quite, quite go recommend given the short length. What do you make of this whole whole thing, the match and the Mercedes Monet debut? And what do you think of that name? So to start off with the match, obviously I could I could hear the excitement from elsewhere in London. I could hear it. <laughs> um, I'm actually just outside London, actually, Dan. I don't get a vote yeah. in the mayoral elections. Well, I know I'm not allowed to say I'm not allowed to say where you are for no um, progress in moments uh, towers. Um and I could hear the excitement. Um I get the bit of the background. So one of the girls had gone from a pop star to a wrestler, apparently, or something. Yeah, Tam, yeah. And then the other yeah. Yeah, and then the other one said she was in WWE. Is that right? She was, yeah, that's right. Yeah. She went from stardom to WWE. Did she do well there? She did pretty well in WWE. I think she was NXT champion. Um, she was on the main roster for a bit, but it was probably it's probably more in the time that I wasn't paying super amount of attention to WWE. Okay. Um, yeah, it started off well. I mean, <laughs> see, as we know, I'm not a massive fan of we're a bit yin and yang when it comes to women's wrestling. And for the first sort of couple of minutes, I was like, there's, all I could see was tassels and a tutu. <laughs> and I was like, this is this, there's no way in a million years you're telling me this is this is going to be good. You're like, thinking about like, our darts outfit for next year or this year. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this. But then it's the match started building up and I was like, this is, this is getting quite good. And then bang, it just ended. Um, and I could picture, I mean, all I was thinking, I laughed if I'm honest, because <laughs> I could just only imagine. Uh, the expletives that come out of your mouth. Um, I obviously didn't really, obviously not a, a massive secret that she was going to be there, but I didn't really know in what format, concept, whatever. Yeah. So when she come out, I, I assume her theme music is an actual song. I don't know. It's already out there. Um, yeah, they like, oh, she's come out ready for wrestling. I mean, she had knee-high boots on. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you go out clapping. And massive heels, yeah. Yeah, massive hills. And then I assume a homage to the Japanese flag outfit. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, I believe so. Could have, you could have fought in. Um, CEO of the women's division, chief executive officer of the women's division. I, some names I just don't, I don't get that. What? I don't understand. So I'm coming over here to be the chief executive officer. What? That doesn't make any sense. She's got Ridiculous. a lot of paperwork of that role. A lot of paperwork. Exactly. A lot of admin. Like, what, what yeah. You, what are you talking about? Like, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to bring the money theme over. But the CEO, like, so when she joins a faction, does she get, what, a CFO in? 
I don't know. Are going to get like a an NF, the, the, a financial assistant underneath, financial <laughs> controller? Sorry. I mean, should I be? Should we? Should we be talking to them about you know whether they want to invest in this in this podcast? Like, what, what are you talking? Is about? she getting and get an assistant to the regional manager? Yeah, exactly, Bosh. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I didn't really get that. And I'll tell you who else didn't get it, the fans, because they mm. were as flat as anything. Um, I'm not sure if this persona of I've got a load of money and I'm going to do this, that and the other works over there. I don't know. I'm That's... not sure if they're going to respect that or not. A foreigner coming over saying, I've got a load of money, I'm going to... Because if you think like Jay White and stuff, he's a heel. He doesn't talk about his own person. He talks about, I'm, I'm in essence, I'm rock hard. I'm going to beat you up. Mm. Not, I've got a load of money. Yeah, um, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I, think, I don't know. I don't know culturally whether that's the. Th- I don't know. I might be. You know. I. I just. It's just a weird. Like like you said, WWE aren't as big as they think they are over there. Um, and then also I saw it's for the IWGP belt, but then were both the both women wrestle for Stardom as well. Yeah, so I think I think Sasha, there's a there's a Stardom pay per view in uh, I think it's the 23rd of April. That my understanding is that um, I should start calling it Mercedes, I suppose, not really. Mercedes will be wrestling on. Um, so right. the IWGP belt has been created to have Stardom wrestlers on New Japan shows right, for that okay. belt, but that's not their top title. Their top title is the World of Stardom, which is why she'll probably win. Which is why she'll win that. Um, yeah, she may win this. I, I think a lot of the Mercedes stuff is about bringing people with her to New Japan and Stardom, yes. which is great. But she's got to, she, this match now against Kyrie, and I, and I Kyrie's good, but she, she's not. She's probably not. She's not top. Maybe top five in Stardom. I think maybe maybe I'm um, over promoting her there. But there's some good girls in Stardom that if I wanted Sasha Banks to have a surefire hit in the first match, I'm not sure I'd pick Kyrie. And I think there's a lot of pressure on her to deliver something special. And they may have worked before. They may they have probably, before. Yeah, I'm guessing they probably have. Um, performance center or whatever. The, uh, so that the, probably the helped that, her transition. Yeah, the thing with that show is that uh, it's, it's going to be in the States. So, so, so Mercedes will get, a, will get a superstar reaction. So at least yeah. that will be on her side. Um, Any other thoughts I mean, about I, this segment before we uh, move no, on I out put, of here? I put it was all right. And I was, I felt for you, mate, more than anything. I know. I was just so looking forward to this, but they built, they built it up. Yeah, Kari has had matches. She actually had a match on Raw um, during the pandemic era with Sasha Banks. Um, but apart from that, it's all multi-person, uh, multi-person matches. And she actually was um, she tag team champion with Sasha Banks at one point during the pandemic. So pandemic WWE, it might as well not have happened. I wasn't listening to any shows about it and read nothing about it. So it's basically a whole big, um, whole big <laughs> blank space in my mind. Fourth match was. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's World Television Championship final, Ren Narita versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. was out with bleached blonde out. hair. Just a match out. Uh, what Just did I miss? Out. Oh, sorry. Third match was IWDP Tag Team Championships, FTR versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshi Hashi. Um, and it felt like, yeah, this is a good one, actually. It felt like someone had reminded the crowd that they were allowed to make noise because yes. this just felt like it's pre- pre-pandemic again. I, I don't know whether they were... I didn't watch the pre-show, but I don't know whether they were not sure or not interested. I know the dome crowds can be quiet, but they were solidly getting behind Goto and Hashi on this. Um, and again, this was a little short uh, with Goto and Hashi winning the titles in 10 minutes and 39 seconds. But again, I put this in the recommend category and I thought the crowd played a massive part on this. I think if these guys had been given another five minutes, this could have been really, really strong. Uh, what did you make of the IWGP tag team title match? Yeah, I've got a very similar view to you as well, mate. I think we're agreeing on most things here. Um, Kevin Kelly said that then... Hashi and Goto are one of the best tag teams in the world. I, I would you, would you? I don't know. I don't. That? I haven't watched any. Like they have, they have, a, they have a, like a okay. tag team G one or near the end of the year, which I don't think I've ever watched any of. What called World Tag right. League? So they probably had some good matches in that. But do you want to get up at seven thirty in the morning and watch World Tag League in front of clap crowds, five hundred yeah, people yeah. and clapping well, yeah. in a room? No thanks. Uh, uh, the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express got mentions. Always have to drop that in if they do. Um, these are two. I I would say one thing on are they like one of the best tag teams? They're a proper tag team. Yeah. Um, really, I was actually really impressed with both of these. I wanted more. Um, because I put it was all right slash recommend because I wanted that bit more. Um, they mentioned that the ti- that title has changed hands every Wrestle Kingdom since 2014. <laughs> uh, so probably should have expected a title change. Yeah. Uh, and FTR now have lost all their belts. 
I think, yeah, they have. They lost Triple A title as well, yeah. Tees up very nicely to a company you can go to that doesn't acknowledge any other companies, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think that they... Um, I think they're going to go. Yeah, I think they're going back to WWE. I'm not sure when the... I think it's they, April their contracts are up, I believe. And when, I think they're when going they, there. Yeah, when they come out, um, number one, they don't look happy. No. Last match, they just look a bit miserable. And actually, they even look like that. Uh, I wrote that a bit at Royal Quest when we saw them. Now, that might just be because they were performing in a... In a in a leisure centre in Croydon, but <laughs> who, who would be happy? Is that a smell but, of the chlorine? Um, Matt Paul was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but when they, on their name, on their, uh, you know, when they walked out, mm. uh, next to their names, it had the AEW logo, because you know, in Japan, like to put the faction you're in, it had the AEW logo. So it's it yeah. sort of acknowledged they still work for the company. But I just find it very interesting that they've literally lost all their belts in the space of, what, a couple of months. Yeah, I think uh, they're on a they're playing the losing streak thing on AW. Not that I've seen much Dynamite. I am going to watch Dynamite t- tomorrow actually because we've got our prediction show tomorrow night. I'm going to watch it and see the the WCW 2000 rebrand, which I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it, I think it says a lot that a team like FTR that should be bread and butter stuff. And we'll talk about AEW booking when we get to Kenny Omega. Um, but that they should they should they should be wanted. They should be pushed. They should be highlighted. They should be an act that is happy. Shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Them and Young Bucks should have had a series of matches for the absolute ages for that title, you know. But it just doesn't happen. Series of seven. Yeah. Oh, crikey. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Omega, get him out of purgatory. Get him out of bloody trios bullshit. Uh, anything else to add on this before we move on? No, just as I say, just um, just a shame about FTR losing everything. But as someone that now is watching WWE again, yeah, I I hope that they go there and. And, you know, keep the style that they've got now. Don't go into that sort of sports entertainment style. Keep their wrestling style going. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know what, we all win. I think they will do. Triple H is a big fan of theirs. I can see some matches with the Usos in their, in their future, which would be mm. great. Uh, next up, New Japan Pro Wrestling's World Television Champion Championship, Ren Narita versus Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was out with bleach blonde hair. Did this make you feel like getting the old hair dye out again, this, uh, this look? Because it certainly did me. Uh, no, I did have my head like that once. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. We both did. We talked about this on yeah, the show before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, I, there's something about maybe Jack Sabre Jr. might carry it off a little bit better. I think he does. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I also looked in my hairline last night as I was applying Regain Foam, which I've been doing for 10 years. I didn't know you had one. Oh, mate, the front bit is not... I don't know if it's because my hair's a bit long at the moment or it's just in a certain way. Let's put let's put it this way. I was looking a little bit delicate last night. Um, <laughs> this match continued a theme on this show so far. In that I thought this was really good fun. It's a couple of super near falls, but again, 10 minutes, 36 seconds of a of a 15-minute time limit. That's the that's the time limit restrictions on these um, television title matches. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. won by a tap out with an arm bar to become the first ever TV title, TV champion in New Japan and perhaps take the ugliest title belt currently in wrestling. Uh, I thought re- recommend again for this. What did you make of this one? Oh, interesting. So we would differ a little bit. Um, I like the 15 minute time limit. That reminds me, is that a bit like Mid-South for certain matches that mm. there's a smaller time limit? Yeah, there was. And also yeah, I think well, the old um, television title in WCW was 15 minutes yeah, as well. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like, yeah, I like it as well. These, these promotions have a nod back to something that was yeah. happening previously. And also um, the good thing about that is you can do draws with like an up-and-comer and then build to a rematch. I think anything yeah. like that is a good thing, I think. Yeah. And also adds that element of like, oh, we've got a rush now. Also gets people, if, you know, this is a new title, right? So some people, and obviously as we know previously, not, not so far on this show, that previously Japan's quite known for, you know, long matches. Yeah. If you're like, well, it's a 15 minute time limit, you know it's going to be over. You ain't going to, say you're in the sta- stadium or watching in the ring, you're not going to go and pop to get a drink. Yeah, yeah. You could miss it. So, so I, I, I know it's only little silly little things, but it can then for build hype around so, something. Oh, it's going to be over. I completely agree with you. So uh, this is one of the G1's 30 minute time limit for all of the, all of their, their group matches or the, the round robin matches, which is, which is still quite long. But the one, I, so Stardom's version of G1, the five-star GP, that's 15-minute time limits. So they really yeah. play on the draws. You don't, you get some draws. But then also, if you've got two absolute megastars, there's something more, to, there's more to come back to, if that makes sense. Mm. So I quite like those short time limits. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Um, nice little political statement at the start there for Zach. Oh, yeah. Uh, about Rishi Sunak calling him a... I can use the word dickhead on here, can't I? You can. Uh, Most of our podcasts are explicit now anyway. And uh, pay pay nurses a living wage, which is very topical um, in the UK at the moment for those 
Americans listening, because I had a lot of our NHS are going on strike, um, which as you can imagine is quite quite a serious step. Yes. Um, the advice over anyone. Christmas was don't drink too much in case you need an ambulance because you won't be able to get one yeah. pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah. They were taking about two and a half to three hours. So, yeah, not good. Um, I, I felt, we've seen him a few times in, in York Hall and stuff, but um, he, I think he was a, sort of Zach's a, the next level above from Narita, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, lots of kicks and uh, he does this a lot in I, I know when we've been to your call where you know you kick me then I'm going to kick you you kick yeah. me I'm not really a massive fan of that no um, he's also really into submissions which again it's not really my style that I like um, I was happy he's bringing the title back to your call I hope anyway I think um, he will do yeah 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 um, and then obviously he joined TMDK which I understand something 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 don't nil i was about to write something about about that but i i, I thought it, you were covering it, it so i can't bothered is it the men don't the men don't nil or the, the i don't man? know they're australian i'm guessing yeah i think so and he's because because suzuki gun who he was part of, of of disbanded so that's what this is uh, a new faction with zach presumably as the head which is which is a nice role for him i think i knew something would happen because during it again the commentary was out of nowhere alluded to the fact that he was a free agent for yeah. factions yeah. Not a free agent, as in he can go to a different brand, but for faction, I was like, why do you keep mentioning this? <laughs> um, yeah, but I actually had this as a skip. It was all right. It's just oh, wow, okay. My, it's just not my, even though it was a reduced thing, it's just not my... Not your genre. It wasn't my style. Yeah, not I see really. that. Just, I just saw it as mainly kicks and submissions. It's just not really what I... No, that's, that's there was that's no good. There was no, like, high-flying stuff, which I quite like, but there was also opposite. There was no real, like, big, like, big moves or... Yeah you know, heavyweight style stuff, which obviously is come to be expected, but just wasn't really for me. But that's, but I can't complain because as I said, it's 15 minutes long. Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting about Zach Sabagini because I'm in the middle, but there's a bit like Dave Meltzer absolutely worships the ground, Zach Sabagini, because he really likes that submission style. But some of his top, top matches, like the Akada stuff, some of the stuff with Osprey, I really enjoyed it, but I don't see it at the level that other people do. I'm kind of in the middle yeah. of him. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I thought this was, I, I like this. Um, continuing the th- do I like the next one we'll find out as, we, as, as always we've not spoken about this beforehand so the fifth match of the night was a never open weight championship Carl Anderson of WWE defending against Tama Tonga now Tama's done well in 2022 and had a great run in the G1 however I couldn't help but think before this one started that this time could have been spent on almost anything else um, that said, this was pretty good for a while, and then they botched the they botched the absolute hell out of the finish. And I don't understand how these two both use that cutter. How can you botch a move that you use and you've been using for years? You taking it, you giving it, unbelievable. And this was a moment that was so bad the botch that these two veterans should have had the wherewithal just to kick out, call an audible, kick out, run another run another exchange, and then run run the finish again. Uh, and as I said, Tamatonga won with the, the gun stun finish in 9.36. This one might have sneaked into recommend without the finish, but definitely knocked it back to it was just all right. What did you make of this one? Um, interesting. Okay. So uh, so there was no gallows there. So obviously WWE not, not allowing, not expensing everyone to go over there. Why would you fly him over there either? What a waste of plane, plane ticket. I know, but... I know, I just he's just always there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, please tell me the, my highlight of the whole thing. Please tell me where you saw when Carl Anderson come in and he done his pretend machine gun. Oh, I didn't. I was in the toilet. Round. Right, he spun round and the referees ducked. <laughs> I didn't. See and it that. is absolute. I'm at, go on Twitter. I'll have to find that. A very, very good friend of Alvaro's has retweeted it. Okay, um, good. Honestly, it is. Brilliant. They both ducked down on the fake gun. I couldn't get enough of it. I've watched it a few times. It's is it brilliant. someone from Shreveport that's retweeted it by any chance? Correct, yeah. Okay, I'll have a look friends. right now. Um, uh, yeah, so I had a few issues with this, um, and mainly because I've got a few issues with Carl Anderson um, that maybe I can't get out of my I can't get out of my mind when watching it. Um, but the, he... So when when he come out, I think Kevin Kelly or or Chris said that they'd spoke to Kyle Anderson, and he said that win or lose, he's earning more money now than he ever has done. And yes, I really struggle with that because that's not what this is about. 
um, you're, you're there, like, win or lose, I'm earning loads of money. <sighs> so you're going into this title match and you're just literally saying, I don't really care about this. Why wouldn't you just tap, be, why wouldn't you just give up an in instructions? Yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, his attitude since rejoining WWE has stunk when it comes to New Japan with him sort of, you know, not wanting to do stuff when he should have done it. And how much that ang- his angles are, I don't really know. I, I, well, yeah, I well, well, this well, well, that bit there, I, I don't know. And then there was, I, I did, uh, it's unlike Kevin Kelly, but he did slip up, I think. I think he, he was a botch that's gone unnoticed that when he held the belt up, Carl Anderson, Kevin Kelly went, and he holds the belt up that he won't see again. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, yeah. I know he could spit it and go, yeah, because he's got to give it to the ref. You don't, that's not a sentence. No, you use. no. Sorry. It's not a sentence you use. Um, as soon as I heard that, I was like, you've, you've messed up there. And then also, you know, he's messed up because he spoke really quickly after. Yeah, I bet. I think he did mess up there, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Tonga didn't do anything, never has done anything. <laughs> uh, why did he leave? Why did they kick him out of the Bullet Club? I don't know. Probably because he's never done anything. <laughs> well, I tell you something. I thought he, he has. He's done. an original. Me- he's an original member. Yeah, I believe so. I tell you, he, the one thing he has done is gone to the gym religiously, probably every day of his life, to get that body, and then he wrestled ninety-five percent of this match with a vest on. If I looked like that, yeah. I'd be I'd be topless on this podcast. I don't well, know any fans. Most, well, he wrestled most of it outside the ring line on the floor. Yeah, yeah. You didn't uh, like this much, but absolutely of battered. Yeah. Well, and then whose finisher is the gun stun? Sure, well, it's, it's Anderson's. more why it's is Anderson's. Everyone, really why is everyone top. using it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that um, I mean, he's clearly done with Japan. Um, when the botch happened, Kevin Kelly, I don't know if you heard, he went. I mean, he even he went. He went, and he hits him with a gun stun. Silence. <laughs> Again, you've got to, you've got to rewatch some of this. You've got, you've, got, some of his... you've got to kick out of that, haven't you? You've got to kick out. He, went, he just went, Gunst! <laughs> and he just went quiet. Um, also, Carl Anderson wore his OC gear rather than his Bullet Club gear. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm Japan, I'm selling merchandise. I want you probably wearing the stuff that I sell, not that the bloke's leaving to sell. Another bit of disrespect. And to be honest, since when I've, I've looked at that botch, I uh, thought it was just me. So I just went on to Twitter just to see if I am on my own in this. And I'm clearly not. No. People think that that might have been a deliberate. Oh, I, I saw someone that, say that. But uh, I more don't than one you, person. I don't think you but, did. But, but, my view is, yeah, be, but, my view is, be, yeah. but my view is, given all the other things, there's mm. complete lack of disrespect he's shown since he's... It's not like Japan of month. Yeah, so... I say he's come down, he's dominated the match, and then literally just took two moves to finish him off. To me, that is someone that's like going, I'm going to go, I'm just, I'm doing this because I have to. So I don't think we can be surprised if he did do anything differently. The guy don't care. No, um, I think, I think this is, he, so yeah. I, I kind of feel like this should have been put on New Year's Dash as, as just one match they promoted and that's it yeah. and get, get the belt off of him. Right, but we're going to whiz. I, wrote, I put Sorry. down it was all right, by the way, because. It yeah, was all right. Yeah, I think we're in the same same camp now. We're going to whiz through these next two because I want to get onto the meat and bone stuff of this. Yeah. Uh, and we're a little bit limited on time, alas. So, sixth match was Keiji Moto's last New Japan contest. It was him, Tanahashi, and Shota Umino versus the LIJ team of Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Uh, Umino pinned at Bushi in nine minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, and this was this was fine and all right for me. But I think if you weren't a fan of Muto's or knew the history very well, which I, I, I must be honest, I don't know all that well. I'm not sure this would have hit particularly hard. And that's fine. It kind of is what it is. Uh, what did you think of that match number six? Yeah, I think exactly that. I mean, he, he's on like a little bit of a farewell tour, isn't he? Did he take on Nakamura recently or something? Yeah, like he did. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch yeah. that. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Um, I've just put a filler match, probably where people get the drinks in. Um, you know, they put they put six people together, which they quite like. Um, ultimately, you had I think they mentioned it. You in 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 Muto's team, you had past, present, and future, and I thought it was quite apt that Umino got the win. Um, to sort of like a signify a, a changing of the guard sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it's what it is. It'd be really interesting to see what happens with Umino because part of me is like. You know, you've got potential. We've seen him at York Hall every time I think he's been there. And it's always, I, but it's the question of 
are you there because your dad is red shoes or are you there because you got genuine they're genuinely going to push you to the top so and I think that's a massive thing that in Muto's last ever match he allows he's let Umino get the pin yeah um, I need to see a bit I, more so be interesting where he, yeah so it'd be interesting where he goes from here because that's a big if if that's not a sign that you're going to potentially be pushed I don't know what it is yeah definitely uh, the IWGP junior heavyweight title was up seven. That was Taiji Shimuri versus Hiromu Takahashi versus El Desperado versus Master Watto. I'm pretty down on multi-person matches, and it took me quite a long time to get into this, even though I thought it picked up over the last five minutes or so. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi pinned Master Watto with a time bomb in 1638 to regain the IWGP junior heavyweight title. And this just about snuck into a recommend to me for me. What did you think of this one? Uh, I'm with you on this. I think since you've told me that four man's not really a working fit, I've now really gone, yeah, it really is rubbish, isn't it? Yeah, why just do um, a one-on-one match in the biggest show of the year? I don't get you, it. You couldn't even, uh, bits I didn't really know what's going on. The crowd did work. The crowd seemed more up for the previous match, actually. Um, I thought they were quite quiet. I did enjoy the ending, though. There was a lot of near falls, um, not near fall sequences at the end, which probably is a benefit of having four there, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, it was just, it's just too many people. Yeah. Um, so I just had it. It was all right. And by the way, on the previous one, I had skip. If you're, if you're trying to watch this show. Oh yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Skip the previous one. And I had that as it was all right. Right. Here we go. We've not spoken about this. IWGP United States championship. Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. Omega had the big final fantasy entrance and Osprey, after a really dramatic start, was out to his old elevated theme, which popped me big time at the start. Now, there are no words that I can say that can adequately describe what happened in this match. This was beyond must-watch. This is one of the greatest matches in the history of professional wrestling. This was absolute top tier. Osprey bled heavily after being dropped headfirst on an exposed turnbuckle and then sold magnificently as he looked to be completely out of it. They ran through a series of great near falls with Osprey having a comeback, including Omega kicking out of a super Oz cutter. And Omega eventually won with the one-winged angel after the Kamagoi knee in tribute to Ibushi in 34 minutes and 43 seconds to become the new IWGP United States champion. There has to be a rematch in AEW. And if Will wins that one, I'm fine with this result. Kenny Omega, what are they? What have they done with Kenny Omega in AEW? This is Kenny. This is the guy, the best bout machine at the Okada series, all the matches with Ishii, all the matches with Naito. This guy is so good, and you booked him in a triple threat match on an AEW pay per view in for the world title with Orange Cassidy in it. How is this guy not the champion in your promotion? How is this guy stuck in trios purgatory? And as for Will Ospreay. I said it. I said it on the G1 podcast. This guy, if this guy's not the greatest of all time, then I don't know who he is because he's completely changed the game when it came to junior heavyweight style wrestling. And he's now built a legacy of heavyweight matches that are absolutely out of this world. This guy is the absolute best. The only thing I would say is he needs to start winning. The booking needs to start. He needs to start winning some of the big ones because he's lost. He continually loses big matches. I thought I'd lost you there, Dan, but you're fr- you look like you're frozen in time. But you're riveted by my words. Clearly, am, did you yeah. did you catch all of that? No, no, I was listening. I was. Oh, just good. Yeah, good. Because I, I, I was like about. No, we I, spoke I, about it. So. No, I thought this was absolutely out of this world, and I think I thought I thought it exceeded expectations. Three quarters of the way through with the selling and Osprey's facials, I just thought that and, and Omega looked like a killer. He hasn't looked like this since for four or five years. Like, unbelievable. Over to you. What did you think? Um, I say this is the most excited I've been for a match for some time. Um, I think if uh, you know someone had said, "What's your dream what, at this moment in time? What would your dream match be?" A lot of people might go, oh, "I'd have Roman Reigns versus X Y Z. I'd have these two. Um, by a country mile. Definitely, um, big time. And now I've seen it, I want it more. Yeah. Um, Kenny comes out, must be sunny in Japan. Lovely yeah, he tan, looked lovely, didn't he? he? Lovely tan. Uh, <laughs> um, Will Ospreay's entrance was so good. Yeah. So good, I've watched it again. I loved it so much. Did, um, did you, you've not felt- seen him since he's, since he, since he uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. I guess elevated was before the pandemic, wasn't it? Because he changed because he turned heel during that time and changed his music. So I guess you've not yeah. seen him live with that music, but you've you've obviously seen stuff of him in the past. But well, yeah, I saw him at uh, Raw Quest, didn't we? Oh yeah, of course. You- oh no, no, but he didn't come out to he didn't come out to elevated. He, he came out, out to his new no. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but his entrance just. Do you know what he he just reminded me of like he that entrance was like what I pictured if I ever like fought at a main event. 
<laughs> everything yeah. he had everything the smoke did, yeah. the yeah. Like, just missing the fireworks um in the lead up to this match has been brilliant i mean everyone's hopefully and if you haven't seen the press conference before they look like there's genuine animosity there um and you just don't know because these two are the very best so mm. it could be genuine animosity or because they're the very best you think it's genuine animosity because they are the best i think backstage um, they're, they're probably i think omega gave him so much and i think he's going to give him to, a win to in construct, america to, con yeah. con to construct a match like that yeah you must get on yeah I agree. you must yeah um i and love that, when as you like said that's a credit to them because we, you know they've made yeah. us I watched that promo probably six, seven times. I'm watching wrestling for 35 yeah. years, they got me. They got me completely. So yeah, you know. um, I love these guys when they like they shout through the moves, right? You know, yeah. like when I make us like power bomb. Oh, like <laughs> I, I, just, I love it. Um, I also love another. I know I, I mentioned that Kevin Kelly earlier on made an error, but this guy is the best in the business, right? I even tiny, tiny little things, and these all add to why this match is good and why, you know. You, you get invested in it. Pe having someone like him commentate on it as well. Mm, yeah. So, for example, when Kenny got the table out, which actually featured quite, was quite a prominent yeah. thing in the match, Kevin Kelly went, they've got tables under the ring in case our one breaks. Yeah, that's a really good line. Yeah. And I know that sounds so stupid, but they do actually operate from a normal table. Yeah. So you couldn't say, because in WWE, I've always said, why is there a table under there? There's no tables anywhere to be seen. Why have you got spares of something you don't need? Um. And he explained, and I know it's so simple, but I was like, yes. Yeah, no, works. it's completely right. Yeah, it completely um, right. Yeah, there was a bit, though, that, that, that they were saying, oh, they're working on Osprey's um, kidneys because he had an infection. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but just clarify, if you've got an infect, if you have an infection, doesn't then hurt your organ for the rest of its life. <laughs> I don't, if I mean... I've got a cold, if I've got a cold and someone hit my nose in two years' time, <laughs> it's not hurting because I had a cold. Do you see what I mean? They were like, yeah, I do, yeah, I do. Because he had a kidney infection. No, that's not how. That's not. But how could the works. organ, if you had a bad, bad major organ infection, would your organ be a bit weaker? I don't know. I don't. I mean, this is what Don Callis said. Yeah, I, know, I just don't think okay. he's a doctor, which they did question a couple of times. Um, I was actually given the other matches on the card. I was worried this one wasn't going to last. Mm. I was really worried about that. Actually, I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm actually at Japan watching a Japan thing worried that they're going to shorten this yeah um but luckily it wasn't the change the big moment in in it was a move i've never seen before but apparently it did it has happened before because i think they alluded to it but the ddt oh yeah on to the top of the turnbuckle changed everything yeah that was that was a defining moment in the whole match if you watch it again or anyone's watching you can watch it now the whole is the match is in two parts before that and after that. Yeah, yeah. Because after that, it turns into an absolute wrestling war. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I actually, when he went on to turnbuckle, I thought he'd done damage. I actually, mm. I actually was like, oh, my God, that's not good. And they, they all caught round him as well. Then when Kenny is just banging his head through the table, yeah, just yeah. smashes his head through the table, and there's just blood on it. And then Will Ospreay's, like you said, his face with his eyes. He's not there. He's like, like, he's just bleeding. He's staring. And then he's kicking out. And then he's hitting him back. And then it's to and fro. But he just didn't have that. He just didn't have the power left in him. Which, mm. do you know what? I can just say one thing. This, what I loved about it is... This one, given I've seen all the, the, the Omega card and things and stuff like that, there's elements of that in the past that I've got a little bit, mm, this isn't a bit very realistic now. You've kicked out of that seven times. That there's times, you no matter what you do, you know, the only way you're going to finish is if someone shoots you. Yeah. This, this, Will Ospreay smashed his head, started losing blood, got beaten up. Yes, he was kicking out. But when he was hitting his moves back, they didn't have the power. You could tell they didn't have the power. They didn't have, which is realistic. You wouldn't have the power. You've just, you're, you've lost blood. You're in bits. And as a result, I knew he wasn't going to win from that moment. Oh, really? Um, I, was, I, I, I wasn't sure, no. but yeah, yeah. There's no way, because I thought the storytelling, there's no way Kenny Omega loses 
to a bloke that, like, even when he kicked out, he was then just getting battered again. And, yeah, but my view is, so I was a little bit, ah, no, like, I know he's not, I just knew it, I'd resign myself. And all, but also, you called it, Omega looked, had a look in his eyes that he has not had. Yeah. I'll tell you what, he had it briefly, I don't, the other week in AEW, he'd done a little, picked up the mic, and he said about the hammer that um, Lucha Brothers kept using. He went, if you mm. keep using the hammer then, let's go. And he and he had had that sort of killer look in his eyes as in, I'm sick of this. Actually, I looked at that more. He's probably a bit like you said, I'm, why am I even doing this? Why am yeah. I in a trios? Why am I on to the fifth match? A waste of life, right. basically. And he looked he looked like the old old guy itself. I've just put it, it cannot be the last. AEW, please, whether they do it at another Forbidden Door type event. I don't know what Osprey's contract with Japan situation looks like, but connect. I think another couple of years, I think. Yeah, okay. So like, yeah. so in which case it's going to have to be a Forbidden Door type thing or at mm. least to be allowed. And the other key point, and you mentioned it, and I could, you couldn't be more right. Me and you love this guy, but I must admit, it is getting to the point where when you're trying to say he's the best, I know if, it, if I was not not Team Osprey or didn't think, I'd be like, what's he won? Well, he, he loses the whole time, doesn't he now? Yeah. 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 And, 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 and he's the sort of guy as well, character or not, that I think if he keeps doing it, we'll go, oh, I can't be bothered. Well, I, th- I just wonder what's... We'll, we'll, go, we'll go on. I presume this is must-watch from you for, for this. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that leads nicely into the booking of the main event. So, I feel like... So, Tsukutsuchiko Okada won the main event in 33 minutes and one second. I had this just as just about as a recommend. Um, but again, this is such stale booking. Now, I, I read something on Twitter after the match that um, a, kind of the Anoki tribute Wrestle Kingdom, you had to have a baby face winning. But... This, the, the booking in New Japan feels very samey. This match was okay. Impossible position. How do you follow perfection? You can't. It was recommend just, um, I thought the end of the match was was, was decent, um, but they took a long while getting over there. It was kind of what you'd expect from these two. And then after the match, you had uh, Shingo coming out to challenge Okada. Again, a match we've seen, we've seen, we've seen. And that's the problem with New Japan. They didn't go with Osprey and the G1 to win. They went with Okada. They haven't had Jay White retain. They've gone with Okada again. They've gone back to Okada and Shingo. There's not a, there's not much here that is all that interesting. I presume Omega and, and I think Omega and Osprey might do a rematch at the February pay per view for AEW. Actually, I'm not sure it has to be for Bindor. And I do think I do think. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think that Will's got to get the win back, and then that's that completes the you know that completes the whole thing because there's more interest in the follow up with 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 uh, Omega winning. Um, I'll ju- actually, I'll do my do my little bit on the on the on the event overall, and I'll get, get your thoughts on the main event and the event. I thought this was a strong show. Uh, the cheering crowd was great to hear. Um, most of the night was recommend, um, and also we had one of the best matches ever. So how is it not a strong show? I'm going eight out of ten for Wrestle Kingdom 17. So I'm going to re- rewind rewind back, Dan. What did you think of the main event, and what did you think of um, what did you think of this show overall? Yeah. So for me, I mean, first and foremost, the Carter and Jay White. I'm just happy. I was just thinking, I was just happy I've seen both. And then I'm watching Wrestle Kingdom with a, a venue that holds what, you know, ridiculous amount of people. And I've seen them in, as I alluded to earlier, what in essence was a leisure centre in Croydon. Um, so it's pretty amazing when you when you, when you see this. Um, Jay White, another absolute god when it comes to talking during the match and you hearing what he says. I love that. Um, yeah, look, it's one of the best, one of the best Rainmakers I've ever seen actually to win it by a carder. Um, but I I really I really personally don't think he should be beating White again. Um, and it does feel like Bar Kenny um, sort of it's going very much back to Japanese title holders or you know that nothing all, all very like you say going back going back all very samey which is probably and I've said it put, put in maybe what the fans want. Um, and they also got, you know, like Shingo comes back out again, as you say, like, oh, we've seen it, but maybe that's what the fans want over there. I mean, I certainly think for the show itself, the image at the end um, of when Okada had the mic and it, it went to, uh, it, in, 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 how would you say it? Enoki. Enoki, yeah. Enoki, Enoki. And then there was the image of Okada, you know, on the, on the turnbuckle with the belt. 
you know, for for them, it's probably the perfect images. It kind of had to be, I suppose, didn't it? Really? To end yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really sure if that's necessarily. Yeah, it might it might be what the Japanese fans want, but I don't know if this necessarily attracts a wider audience. Um, it certainly doesn't got me going. Oh, I no, and that's it. It's that good again. show, but it's good show. But do you, how interested are you in New Japan coming out of it? I suppose is is the thing. Yeah, well, I'm I'm interested in if White had won, then I probably would have been a bit more interested, or at least if Akada had said, "I'll give you a rematch" or something like that. But Akada versus Shingo, no thanks. Um, no, and Kenny Osprey. You know that doesn't necessarily have to be in Japan. So, yeah, I mean, as a show as a whole, like you say, I think we agreed on most. I'd probably have it about seven and a half. Okay, just like yeah. a few others that I just thought were a little bit much of a muchness. Um, but it had one of the best matches I've seen on it. Um, but it's like anything we said before. If it had gone the other way, I'm hardly if 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 that had been last. But because of the way it ended, which was which was nice and nice yeah. ending. But it wasn't that bang. It was that predictability. Completely agree. You know, yeah. as I said, it was one of the best Rainmakers. I don't rate the Rainmakers. But it was one of the best Rainmakers. He connected so well, bang, and that that gave it a oomph. But it was, uh, and also I didn't really need Shingo coming out. I wish no, he hadn't come out because also completely. that's now got me. That's got me already going. I don't want it. At least I could have been like, we honestly, if he hadn't come out, I'd be like, oh, wonder where they go with this. Maybe Jay White could. Oh, wonder what if maybe Kenny goes for that belt. Oh, who knows? Now I'm like, oh well, we know where you're going. So yeah, we don't care. like it. Um, but yeah, all in all, like decent, worth getting up, worth getting up for. Hundred percent for. Daniel, thanks yeah. as ever. We will be back tomorrow at some point tomorrow night, along with Stu and Mark for our 2023 prediction show. Until then, thank you all for listening, and we should speak to you all again very soon.
It's just my fine. It's just 